When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Active Active and Active Passive are two network configurations that you can do to achieve high availability and proper load balancing between different servers. In this video, I want to talk about the Active Active and Active Passive and what's the difference between them and how they are actually implemented and the pros and cons and all that jazz. If you're interested, stay tuned. If you're new here, welcome. My name is Hussein, and this channel will discuss all sorts of software engineering by example. So if you want to become a better software engineer, consider subscribing and hit that bell icon so you get notified every time I upload a new video and I specialize in the backend. With that said, let's just jump in this video. So let's talk quickly about the first approach, which is active-passive, and why would you want that? All right, so in this configuration here, we have four node services running. You can imagine them running on the same host. You can imagine them running on different hosts, on different containers. It doesn't matter. They are instances. Could be the same port, could be a different port, could be different IP addresses. And we have two servers here, two dedicated servers, VMs or physical machines, doesn't matter. It could be even containers for that matter. And then those are a load balancer. This is a reverse proxy. And I'm using HA proxy as an example, but Nginx, Caddy works the same way. Exactly. Envoy, Linkerd, anything that actually can terminate TLS and forward the traffic to the backend. Okay. And uh, this is listening on port 8080, but this is just an example, right? And uh, if there is a request coming, it will load balance the request to these node service and if this come to this request it will balance to these servers right and everything is stateless here so these services actually stateless so it doesn't matter which server you had you will immediately uh, get an answer okay right and what we have here is this has an ip address and this has a different ip address Okay, and both of them share the same virtual IP address. And we talked about that in another video. I'm going to reference it there, the keep alive and how you actually have the same virtual IP address between two machines, right? How do they communicate with each other? And in a nutshell, those two servers essentially agree on which machine is the master and in this case this is the master this is the owner of this virtual ip address and this is just a backup okay and we have a dns call here which is an example.com which makes when which a client makes to say hey what is the ip address of example.com and the dns tells you it's 192.168.25.100 it gives you the virtual ip address and when it does that the clients will make try to make a request to the IP address, obviously, and that translates to an ARP request, which then these machines agree that, hey, you are the master now, you reply to ARP request, so eventually all the request will funnel to this guy. And you can see that there is a bottleneck, right? A lot of people goes to the same server, and this just stays happy, right? 
is the backup node. That's called the active passive because there is always one active node and there is always a passive node, okay? And if that node fails, the ARP request will start, this guy will start answering ARP request, the address resolution protocol request. And now this guy is gonna become essentially the master and is gonna answer the request. So this is called active passive. So when the active died, uh, the passive will take over. Very simple, straightforward, right? So let's talk about active-active configuration. In the active-active configuration, you have the same setup for Node.js that are stateless, right? And we have the same HA proxy here server and the same HA proxy here. But the only difference here is that those guys have now, they are managing two virtual IP addresses, not just one. And you might say, wow, we have two IP addresses now? How do we, how does, how does the client actually know what to pick? We'll come to that, okay? So this guy is actually the master for the IP address 100, and this guy, which is the blue one, and, and this guy is the master of the 200, the IP address 200, okay? And this guy, as you see now, the balance, the requests are well balanced because the DNS entry actually have two IP addresses for the same domain. Yes, that's the highest level of uh, load balancing you can achieve. And you can only achieve that when you have a stateless application, obviously, guys. You cannot do that with a stateful application, right? Because you'd be going to the same IP. Uh, going to the same server and expecting data to be there is generally bad because you cannot guarantee that okay you might you might you might be able to with some configuration but generally it's a good idea to have a stateless application okay so if you make a dns request to example you'll, the client can either get 100 or 200 so if this guy got 200 we'll go to, go to the blue server which happened to be the master right of this so it will essentially make a request to this server, right? Because it is the master of, of the 100 IP address, okay? And this guy, let's say, make a request, and we got 200. So I'm going to make a request to the red IP address, which is what? Which is this guy, right? This is the master of the 200, okay? And uh, you can see that the flux of requests just goes normally, right? And yeah, that's the active-active configuration. So both machines are actually working all the time, which is which is really powerful, right? This this will as this will actually literally give you high scalability, right? Because you can scale very rapidly, right? Versus the first approach where you have all people going to the same node, right? That could be kind of creating a single point of failure, right? Which it is not as bad because you can fail over and take take over take over the other node. But here this is it. Active active. What happens if this machine dies? Ooh. That's interesting. Let's see what happens. If this machine dies, that is okay. Because the let's say this this guy makes a DNS request and he got the IP address hundred. Well, IP address 100. Who has the IP address 100? Now it's no longer this guy. It's this guy. It's the backup. The backup took over the ARP request, just like we described before, right? And start answering requests to that. So it will actually take over that guy. And the 200 will still, it is the master because just the backup in that case died. So it will still answer the request as normal. Okay. So, 
you can see that's the difference between active active and active passive let's talk about the pros and cons active passive is as you can see we have a bottleneck all the requests go, always goes to one server and then that can create a bottleneck and the server can die very quickly if it receives a lot of requests right but it is way easier to set up right it's very simple to set up right another disadvantage is if this dies if that server dies this, this disadvantage kind of exists in both to be honest and there is like a small lag of time where this guy has to be notified of the new ARP MAC address essentially our ARP request and that can take a delay right and you can script your way and keep alive to actually minimize that delay as much as minimal as possible but yeah you're gonna you're gonna see some delay there right few milliseconds few seconds even right but until this guy destroys its cache and start requesting to this right it's it's all very interesting right networking low level networking configurations right so that's uh, the pros and cons of active pass it's very easy and, and cheap right because you don't need to do anything with your domain you have one ip addresses and all all that's good right the active active on the other hand is is well balanced because the request will always go to both guys which is awesome right you're you're not wasting energy you're not wasting resources that are running without actually using them like in the active passive right the active passive you're you're just you have a backup server that you're not using it's just running right so it's a waste of money right and the active active any server that you have it's actually both of them are working and working very hard right because clients will make a request to the dns and they will get either the first ip address or the second or maybe the third or fourth you can have as many as you want here's the thing this is not cheap <laughs> you you have you because the dns is actually doing the round robin for you in this case and i don't know how much that costs to be honest i mean might be expensive might be actually cheap logically that shouldn't take much much resources in the dns provider to be honest right but still you can you can do that right which is which is awesome but that's the idea the idea is this is obviously better active active because it, it, you will always get this load bands and it's there is a slow uh there is lower chances of one of the servers actually dying right because why would they die until someone unplug that right you're you're distributing the load in a very equivalent manner and by the way guys when i say load i'm talking about millions of requests because these these servers don't do much work these are the heavy handed works which you can spend thousands of those they are just containers right this is just a reverse proxy that doesn't happen to do load balancing right just makes a request and then you just pass on the request why would you why would you fail right and really depends on the configuration here if you're running a lot of scripts and a lot of uh, acls and a lot of uh, nginx configuration that does a little bit complex analysis yeah that might take some of your cpu but the most used commodity here i think is memory because um we talked about that right there are a lot of tcp connections that are 
pre-warmed on the back end and there's like some TCP connections here so this user the only problem with this is is the number of TCP connections that you can get if you reach the maximum then you kind of SOL Alright guys, so that's a short video talking about the active active versus active passive. Uh, hope you enjoyed this video. Give it a like if you like it. I'm gonna see you on the next one. You guys stay awesome. What should I make next? Tell me in the comment section below. See you in the next one. Goodbye.